as I stood there in the MEPS station, the Military Entrance Processing Center in San Antonio, Texas, the, the first moment of major revelation came to me, and then a little bit of a crisis came to me as well. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast, five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and that late August September evening in San Antonio, Texas, I, I was confronted with the fact that I had not been a real disciplined teenager. And so here I am at 19, 20 years old, ready to go off into basic training, and I've signed the documents, and, and I'm ready to go in, but I haven't yet been sworn in, and then we ran into a hurdle. Uh, I had gone to delayed entry because of my background in electronics engineering to become an explosive ordnance disposal. And uh, while I was at the MEP station, they came back and said, you can't get a top secret security clearance for one reason, and that is you have 13 moving violations. And that makes us question your trustworthiness. And then they came back and said, not only do you have 13 moving violations, you have one right now that has to be dealt with. So they gave me two options. You can be a firefighter or you can be a box kicker, a supply clerk for the, for the duration of your military service. But you can't do either one <clears throat> until this ticket is taken care of. And I said, well, I guess I'll leave and, and I'll come back after I've got it taken care of because I know the fine's going to be pretty heavy. It was for 135 miles an hour in a 35 zone. And um, they said, no, you've already been sworn in. So you're not leaving the building. Somebody else is gonna have to take care of the ticket. So my mom took the day off. She drove to the courthouse almost three hours away, walked into the courtroom and they said, uh, so where's the young man who got the ticket? She said, well, that's kind of the problem. He's in the MEP station and he can't go to basic training until the ticket's taken care of, but they won't release him because he's already been sworn in. And the judge said, you know what I think probably the best thing for him to learn his lesson is if you pay the court fees and he pays the fine by going off to basic training. So we're just gonna let him go. She paid a $25 court fee, he dismissed the rest. Everything was taken care of by me going off to basic training. And while I was in active duty, that was when Desert Shield and then Desert Storm started. So I served uh, not exactly in theater. Now there's something that I know about veterans because I've worked alongside them both on active duty and after. There are men like my grandfather who served in World War II and then again in Korea, but he didn't go to Vietnam. There are men like my stepdad who came back from Vietnam with PTSD, severe cases of PTSD. There are friends that I work with every day who have dealt with the trauma of war. There are some who went off to war, went off to their military service voluntarily, purely voluntarily, like I did. In a time of peace, there was no war, there was no draft, there was no demand for me to go, but I felt a sense of obligation, so I went to serve. There are guys alongside me, even then, who spent more time intoxicated or doing things they weren't supposed to, who were asked to leave the military in a not-so-polite way. There were guys who served honorably, who stood up strong every time. Sergeant Mark Thomas is, is tagged on here. I, I believe he's retired now, but if he's not, he was a senior or chief master sergeant, I believe, by the time he got out. He and I served when I was in E4, but he dedicated his life to what he did in the military. Uh, sergeant Brian Fleming. <clears throat> Brian Fleming was a combat soldier who nearly lost his life, lost 
a lot of his flesh in burns and scars. But these are men who gave their all, some right beside me, some at exactly the same time, but in another theater. And then there are those who, they went in peacefully, they came out peacefully, they never saw war, they never saw action, they never saw anything happen, but they got their college paid for, or they had a great opportunity to grow up and do something different. And I believe that military service is a great form of discipline and a great honor and a great opportunity for many young people, young men and young women from all over the world. And I believe the American military has been a great stalwart of good ideas and great innovation, powerful technologies and good discipline. And I believe if you have an opportunity to serve, the ability to serve, that doing so will only make you a better person. I also know that there are those who didn't serve so honorably, those who went into theaters of combat and did things that were inappropriate, illegal, and flat out wrong on every moral and ethical standard. They took advantage of war to say, I'm gonna get away with something for myself. Now, I'll be honest with you and tell you, a lot of those guys, they would have been doing the same thing on the streets of their hometown because it was the kind of person that they were and they didn't grow into something better while they had the chance to serve. But they still all have one thing in common and that is they served. They were willing to walk away from their family, walk away from their education, walk away from their life as they knew it, pack their bags and go potentially onto foreign soil, potentially into combat, potentially into death and harm's way because they believe in something bigger than themselves. They believe in a nation that has the power to change the world. They believe in freedom, in life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. They believe that every human has that right. And they laid down everything they had, whether they were asked to give their life or not, they were willing in order that others might have the freedom that they have today. I challenge you today on Veterans Day in the US that if you see a veteran, whether it's just their Iwo Jima ball cap or their Air Force ball cap, or the insignia on their lapel, or just they seem to have that mannerism that tells you that's a person of honor who served with courage. Give them a handshake, give them a high five, look them in the eye and say thank you. Because if they haven't earned anything else like millions of dollars, or built big campaigns, or fought wars that everybody is well known about, they still sacrificed a lot for you to be free. And that deserves your gratitude. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. To all my fellow soldiers and airmen who served alongside me, who served with me in theater and not in theater, and those that I serve with today, Jeff Parkerson, Robert Parkerson, and all these guys, I, I, it would take me forever to, to name the list of them. But thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for your service. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.